Welcome to the Insider at Heritage Museums and Gardens, where every other week we chat with guests and museum staff about all the exciting things that are happening in season here at the museum. This year, the museum is celebrating its 50th anniversary, so please plan to join us. My name is Judith Getz, and I'm happy to be your host today. In this episode, we're speaking to Melissa Russell, the director of the 100 Acre School, about all things school. We have actually some interesting things that are happening here this year at the school. I thought that we could go ahead and start by, well, for those who might not know it, there is a school here at Heritage. <laughs> there is, yes, a, um, a fabulous school um, with three classrooms. And this year, you were saying we have some new things happening. Um, We will have two of those classrooms be pre-kindergarten, so all age four and five-year-olds, a traditional preschool-type program. And then in our third classroom, we're going to be launching our first-time-ever kindergarten program um, for kids that are age five and older um, by September 1st. So um, for those that uh, might have had a passing glance, of course, we're talking about the 100-acre school, uh, what is the best way to kind of dive into materials? If you're already interested in learning a little bit more and you want, prefer to read it as we go along, uh, you have a website as well. We do, yes. And we try to keep it very, very up to date with all the information that you'll need to know. That website is the number 100 acreschool.org. You can always link to us from Heritage's website as well under the Learn tab, but you can just direct get to our website by that address. Now, one of the things that has come up uh, with frequency, as we've often spoke about the preschool, is that uh, there is a STEM component to it here at Heritage. Yes. Is that correct? Yeah. So, um, actually, in the preschool and the kindergarten, we'll have that kind of overarching STEM focus. But the idea is that kids are really curious at age four and older, and so we want to tap into that curiosity. And what we know about museum education is that that experiential, hands-on, getting to look at objects, um, getting up and close and personal with the outdoors really adds to your experience when you come to Heritage. So we wanted to mimic that in our school programming as well. And so if you're approaching learning from a STEM focus, you're thinking about concepts that are roughly related to science, technology, engineering, and math as your springboard for learning. And then you're enhancing that concept or idea with all the domains of learning. So through literacy and music and mathematic games and experiences outdoors and drama. So even though we are a STEM-focused school, we really are just approaching it through a STEM lens. Mm -hmm. So that, I mean, for those that uh, initially hear STEM, I think that a lot of people are like, oh, that just means that they don't concentrate in arts. Yeah. (laughs) And that's not really the case in this particular program. No. So our program really thinks about their day in the pre-K classrooms as going through the scientific method um, and kind of researching a particular question or idea about the world that they live in. Um, And then in the kindergarten program, they're approaching the day through the engineering design process, so how they can kind of think through the world and come up with new um, solutions. Um, And with the arts, you can use the arts in all of those um, components because that can be a really powerful communication tool at this age. 
um, you know, they may not be able to write a whole sentence about their observation of the insects in one of our gardens, but they can certainly draw that um, description of what they observed when they were in one of our gardens and then be able to verbally communicate that. Um, so it's really important that we think about all domains of learning whenever um, we're working with children. Okay. One of, uh, now, I, I'm just kind of looking at it through my lens. I've now got a 22-year-old, which is hard to believe, but I don't really, <laughs> I'm starting to, you know, scratch my memory and think back to uh, what some of the ideas were that, uh, or some of the thoughts that I had as uh, he, at that particular time, was approaching time for school. So when do kids start preschool? So really preschool, the traditional term preschool is the grouping of years from age 2.9, so two years, nine months, to kindergarten age. So that's approximately age five. Um, within that realm, you could have a preschool program. That's usually 2.9 to about three and a half or so. And then you could have a pre-kindergarten program, which really describes the year before you go to kindergarten. And that's what we offer here at Heritage is the year before you go to kindergarten. So we're a true pre-K program. Sometimes people think about pre-K programs as kindergarten prep programs. Uh -huh. And we certainly are a great option for people that are looking for that kindergarten prep year or for families that have a child that they don't think is quite ready to go off to kindergarten at age five, like maybe they're an August 29th birthday and they're going to stay out one more year. A lot of times people will describe that as a kindergarten prep year. Okay. What am I going to learn? As oh. far as little kids, they come in, um, should they have some advanced knowledge of something? Honestly, all they have to have is, you know, that desire to ask a lot of questions. Uh -huh. And I think if you go to any um, four-year-old parent <laughs> or a parent of a four-year-old, they're going to say, they don't ever stop talking. <laughs> they don't ever stop asking questions. And and the curriculum we offer here really taps into those questions and helps them make connections to things they already know and what they're curious about. And, um, and you know, kids say the best things, and yeah. they really are the best little um, scientists, mathematicians, um, artists, and um, curiosity thinkers. So um, that's all they need to do to come um, and play with us. Now, one of the things that has always impressed me about this program, but it's something that I learned early on with my children's education, is that they're not the only ones going to school. Parents play a very active role mm -hmm. in their education as well. Yes. And you feel very strongly about that as well. We feel very, very strongly about that at the 100 Acre School. Um, we really think about the learning that's happening here at school. It can't fully sink in, you could say, without the support of our families, getting really excited and curious about what we're doing too. So we do a variety of things to really keep um, parents informed about what's happening in the school and also, um, you know, just kind of backfill some of those knowledge gaps that people might have because I haven't been to biology class in quite a while and I might not remember the life cycle of a butterfly per yeah. se. So we try to really have a good balance, but we use a great app called Seesaw. It has kind of a Facebook feel to it, per se, if you were looking for a descriptor. Um, but it's a closed group, and we can communicate with parents all day long. So when they drop their child off to us, they will get photographs or videos of different things that are happening throughout the day. 
And we hope that that serves two purposes. Number one, the parents kind of feel that connection to their child because this might be their first experience being away from their child. And we all know that that can be challenging. Yes, it's a challenge. Because <laughs> um, you're wondering how they're doing. Uh -huh. um, but it also allows for parents to kind of get a um, peek into the classroom so that later in the day when you pick your child up or you're tucking them into bed, you can say, oh, I saw you know, your video when you were at the Flume Fountain today. I understand you were looking for something that was living in the fountain. What did you find? Uh -huh. And it helps extend that learning and allows that child to have um, that second visit of what happened during the day. Oh, yes, we found some tadpoles. And there were even some tadpoles that had already grown legs and so on. So um, just those little nuances. We have a lot of um, handouts and things that go home. There's a calendar about school events. Mm -hmm. um, every other month, we invite families to come in for what we call special guest lunch, where an adult can come in and join their child for a, um, the lunch period with all the other students in the class. It's a great time for parents to get to know one another. And more importantly for the child, it's a great time for them to be proud of their classroom and show their parent things around the classroom that are really meaningful to them. You can't come to the 100 Acre School for a special guest lunch without also going on a carousel ride. So the whole um, classroom, parents and children, go and have a carousel ride as part of that event. Too. Yeah, no, that's a big highlight. And I know. Yeah. <laughs> Harkening back to our 50th, I also wanted to take this moment just to mention that the students at the 100 Acre School had actually picked the carousel as an item that they wanted to uh, accentuate during our anniversary year. Yes, yes, that was their pick, and they did drawings of it met with the curators and they've done a lot of work around looking at the carousel um, looking for certain shapes on the carousel we've timed the the rotations of the carousel on stopwatches and just done lots of neat things around the carousel so that was special to them so with all of the ex excitement and I'm sure there are a lot of parents out there who are now looking at this and saying well how does registration work for something mm -hmm. like this yeah so we have an ongoing registration for the school mm -hmm. um, for the upcoming school year so people that are thinking about starting in 2019 mm -hmm. um, we have a few tiny spots left in our pre-k our kindergarten is um, at a wait list right now um, but pre-k has a couple of odd spots so you could reach out to me via email or um, by phone and you can find that information on our website um, and I try to keep the website up to date so it will list the options that we have on the website as well. What is that website address again? It's um, the number 100 then acreschool.org okay. um, so pretty easy to get to us um, and then if people are looking for starting in 2020, we are enrolling for that year right now. We've got about 16 students already enrolled in the pre-K program for that year. And that application is online and available right now. We take people first come, first serve. Um, the only thing we typically check for is to make sure that um, we have the days that they would like to attend school available. And clearly right now we have availability. Um, it really... Um, probably by the winter, you know, around January, that's when I really need to start checking on days. But if people are thinking they want to come here, I would definitely suggest enrolling now. And they can come for a visit and kind of learn a little bit more about the program in depth and some of the concerns they might have about their child attending. Absolutely, school. absolutely. And we invite parents to either come on their own for that visit or bring their child. And I would say it goes 50-50. Some parents bring them and some parents don't. Every third Thursday of the month at 10 o'clock, we do an 
open drop-in tour, so you don't even have to have an appointment. You can just show up. But if Thursdays, third Thursdays don't work for you, you can always reach out to us and we can do a personalized visit. One other thing I wanted to mention as well is that we do have uh, April, or I should say, I'm already thinking of April. <laughs> <laughs> it's because well, it's beautiful. I weather. know, it probably <laughs> is. I know, maybe I'm already thinking about summer next year. Um, we have um, school vacation and uh, summer programming available as well. Yes, we do. So we have February break, April break, and uh, summer programming. And that is um, a little bit different timetable. So we're open, um, all the information's on the website. So I'd yeah. send you there. But um, that program, the difference is we take kids their age four through um, second grade when they're doing a vacation program and then through entering second grade during the summer. Um, so we have a wider um, range of ages during that time. All right, so school is, gosh, it's hard to even say this, is about to start again. I'm sure there's some parents who are kind of excited about it, but it's a little tough on the other end. Um, what are some of the things that you would recommend to parents that they look for to look for school readiness for a child? Yeah, I mean, I think you know your child and you know whether or not um, they are looking for that added um, connection with peers if they're starting to be really curious about the world around them. Um, and I think it's just a really good milestone. Um, at around age four, they're really looking for finding other four-year-olds where they can have conversations with and navigate some of the social um, growth that happens in that year. So, you know, those are the key things that usually parents are thinking about. Are they socially ready to separate from a parent? Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's really, really hard when um, our preschoolers come to school. They, they've had, a, um, you know, all that one-on-one -on -one time with parents and that special bond with them. And maybe they haven't had an experience of, of a parent or care caregiver departing. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say that any teacher in any school, um, but I can specifically speak to the 100-acre school teachers, understands what that child is feeling and understands what the parent is feeling. And so, um, you know, sometimes they may be crying when you depart, but know that the, the teachers are going to be distracting them and getting them engaged. And usually that only lasts maybe five to 10 minutes and they've moved on with their day and they've gotten distracted. And teachers will encourage that moms and dads and parents and caregivers always come back at their time. And um, at least from my role as director, I always try to loop back in with parents after they depart and their child is crying. We use that Seesaw app or even give you a call and say, don't worry, they're perfectly fine. They're having a wonderful time with new friends. Well, so, that's a great way to start the new year. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and then on the flip side, we have some kids that will come march right in and say, bye, mom, or bye, dad, or bye, grandma, or whomever drops oh, them off. Nice. And they're totally independent. And uh -huh. And that can hurt just as much. Yeah. You know, what do you mean they don't need me anymore? But um, this is the way kids grow up and, um, and start to have their own um, self-help um, self skills, self-advocacy, and kind of... Get that independence. That independence. Yeah. And that's a special time, I think, in pre-K and in kindergarten. All right. So uh, registration timing for um, this year, you were rolling admissions? Yep, we're rolling admissions for pre-k. The kindergarten is a little bit different, so we give anyone that's enrolled in our pre-k program gets first dibs on kindergarten, mm -hmm. and then we'll most likely open up um, any remaining spots to the general public 
probably around March 1st, but don't quote me on that, but okay. that's my tentative plan. But right. March is a little ways away yes, at the moment. Yes, it definitely but is. That's go what I'm thinking. Give, go ahead and give us that website one more time. So one more time, the website is the number 100, so 100acreschool.org. Perfect. Well, I can't thank you enough. Yeah. It's been wonderful to be able to come into the school right before everything gets started. I can assure you that everything is being shined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Insider at Heritage Museums and Gardens. Again, we've been speaking to Melissa Russell, the director of the 100 Acre School. Today's interview has been brought to you by Arbella Insurance Foundation and Cape Cod 5. They're our 2019 season sponsors. You can hear more interviews like this one by finding us on iTunes. And of course, more information about Heritage Museums and Gardens and upcoming programming that can all be found on our website at heritagemuseums.org. Until next time, thank you so much for listening.